Alex, I want to start this week's podcast by apologizing to everyone you see going into going into week six. I uh, I actually texted you at one point. You know, I don't know what to do. I have Elijah Mitchell sitting on my bench, and there's some other guys I want to I want to pick up. And I have Mitchell just kind of chilling, taking up a roster spot, and I ultimately elected to drop him. And so, of course, with that, CMC had to go down and get injured. So it's me. I am the boogeyman. I accept all responsibility (laughs) for CMC having something as obscure as an oblique injury. I actually uh, had to do some learning about oblique injuries uh, to see kind of, you know, where they're located. What's the deal? How severe could it be? He actually came back into the game, ultimately went out of the game permanently, Kind of sucks when the number. Why one aren't you telling everybody the whole story? Because you literally texted me. You said, "Is Elijah Mitchell droppable?" Yeah. And what was my response? Mm, I think the CMC injury is coming. Or, or I something. said, "Is the CMC injury coming?" Well, not here not, we bitch. Are. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been literally everybody in the first round has gone down yeah. hurt, and and the only person that hasn't was basically Travis Kelsey who started hurt. So like, you know, everybody else has basically gotten TKO that was taken in the first round so far this year. Just, just a wild, wild start to to the year. Wild start indeed. If if there's any doubt about it, depth is so important. Yes. And, you know, I, I have a really deep team in our league and we'll get to the waivers here in a second, but you know, Do I love the rotation of Garrett Wilson, Nico Collins, and Michael Pittman Jr. as my three wide receivers that I have to kind of like pick a guy? Yeah, I could probably do better. But like packaging some of my depth with bye weeks coming, with injuries coming, like Devon Achan going down after spending every dollar that I have on him because I have Kamara and Jonathan Taylor. Like the team's loaded for a 12-teamer. But... You, you got to put together some wins. And so like if, if you have a deep team, like with the amount of injuries that, that have happened and are coming, it's, it's good to have depth. Now, with that being said, there were a ton of injuries this week. There's a lot of guys to talk about. If you haven't spent fab yet, if you have higher waiver priority, there's a lot of dudes you can go out and get. And we'll talk about them here. I don't know. In 20 seconds. There you go. 20 seconds that's like a lifetime for some people that's what she said welcome to the fantasy football sackos podcast with your hosts jason shellcross and alex krobe let's go fantasy football sackos this this is jason shellcross that is manger 47 aka the krog alex krobe we're we're getting there. We're like almost halfway through regular season before we get to playoff time and the fun, the real fun begins. It's um, gone gone by very quickly. Uh, happy tax day to everybody that celebrates in the public accounting world. We made it, and now it's time to enjoy the the back half of the year. Here, you can actually focus on fantasy football and you know gambling. 
And, oh, quick, quick gambling story before we get into waivers. I made the uh, best bet that I've ever made in my entire life uh, this past week. Most profitable uh, or the best? Like surefire. Just hold, just hold on. And uh, so, 49ers were minus four and a half mm. uh, to start to start the week. And the line at one point got all the way to 49ers minus nine and a half. Wow. So the line moved five points and uh, the Browns won the game outright. So I did not win. So, but 4-0 in fantasy. So, hey, good stuff, but uh, lost the best bet I've ever made. So that, that was a bit of a downer. So here we are, Jason. You have Kyron Williams, who is hurt, and you have CMC, who is hurt. So... Yeah. Inquiring minds would like to know, Jason. I got to make some moves. Who are you picking up? <laughs> um, yikes. Well, I have a couple things on my bench working out for me. Uh, Brian Robinson is a stud. Put up 13 fantasy points again this week, even though they went up against the number two ranked fantasy defense against running backs. Atlanta, that is of the Washington Commanders. And I have Roshan coming back from a concussion. And I really think he might just take over that backfield, which should be productive now that they're actually going to have like a regular-ish quarterback that's not going to hold the ball for 15 minutes every time he he tries to make a a three-step drop. So I I think I'll be okay to get by. Um, But I actually kind of want to spin your question into a – there's a lot of dudes – that need to be picked up this week just because there's so many injuries and they're like really obscure, right? Like Jordan Mason, Elijah Mitchell, Zach Evans, um, Chuba Hubbard, Singletary, Craig Reynolds. I mean, Montgomery went down, uh, Kareem Hunt, Keontae Ingram. Like these are all dudes that are going to get added. All right. That's the show. But I just want to ask, like, who who are you okay dropping? Because you're not going to drop CMC. You're not going to drop Kyron Williams. So like, I I got a couple duds on my bench that I think might be droppable. We'll start with Najee Harris, who has done nothing, and is officially rostered, Oof. officially rostered in ninety less than ninety percent of ESPN leagues. Um, I think you have to hold on to Najee. Um, another one I have is Jerry Judy, who I really am considering dropping. Has done absolutely nothing through through five Corlin games. Out, yeah, Corlin Sutton's outperformed him too, seemingly on a week by week basis too. Because I, I actually have Sutton and Judy in one league because Judy was hurt to start the year, and I was like, oh well, this could be could be interesting just to to have them both. I also have Michael Thomas and Olave in a different league. Oh. Uh, that's not necessarily working out either. No, but those are. Like those fringe guys are are tough to keep. Like we talked about uh, Jamison Williams last week, right? As oh, as, as, you, as as you go into your bye weeks, you're kind of looking for the home run hitter, the Deshaun Watson, or sorry, not Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Jackson. Call kind of looks pretty good after catching a 30 yard touchdown. So like those are the guys that that are going to like. You're just kind of you get roster fatigue from some of these guys just looking at them and you don't want to start them. And so you're almost better off just being like, let somebody else deal with them. Right. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin cook. Rosper. He's definitely, he's definitely dropping rostered in 60% of leagues. He should probably go. Uh, Romeo Dobbs. 
I dropped him this week because uh, he was on buy. I'm assuming some, like quite a few people did. So he's probably, you know, it's possible he's a free agent in your league. Um, Jerick cool. McKinnon. Yeah, Jerick McKinnon. Is, is but, somebody that's possibly droppable. He's 43%. Kenny Gainwell's at 30%. Kind of seems like it's a Swiss job. And Gainwell didn't get a carry until uh, until the fourth quarter there right at the end. What so, about, like, there's... What about Khalil Herbert? Oh, you have to keep him. He just got dropped in 10% of ESPN leagues this week. Yeah, uh, I with, think that's... With the IR designation, do you think that the 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 field is sort of just betting that it's not going to be his job when he comes back? I I think that, that that'll be wrong. Um, okay. So I, I would not do that. Uh, Gus Edwards, my guy, rostered in 53% of leagues. He he doesn't score any touchdowns. Uh, yeah. Like, and it's a split backfield between him and Justice Hill. But he's a starting running back. But he like he's potentially somebody he, that if, if don't, don't you think it might be Keaton Mitchell after the activation? Yeah, but he didn't do anything this week either. So Lamar's the running back on that offense. I mean, let's let's be really honest. Correct. So there there are guys though. To your point that. When you look around, you're like, do I need to be keeping this person? And if you have doubts, like Tank Dell is an example where I, he was dinged up. He's had a couple good weeks. He had a couple bad weeks. You Got know, concussed. he, he kind of goes up. Then it's Nico Collins. Then it's Robert Wood. Like there, there are fringe guys where if, if you're in a tough spot, that I, 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 don't, I don't have a problem with it. And I actually dropped Tank Dell. I did want to keep him, but he had a you know a, a crappy week against Pittsburgh. Then he got injured against Atlanta. Uh, missed the game this week in Week Six against New Orleans, and is on bye next week. And I was like, nobody's going to pick him up if he's out this week, and he's on bye next week. So he'll still be there if I want him. Um, but like Jahan Dotson is rostered in two thirds of leagues, has done nothing this year. Uh, I would like. I there, think he's fantastic, a shocker. and 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 he was overdrafted too. Just for the record, yeah. I think he went before before McLaurin, at least in our league. Mm-hmm. So like there, there's just so many guys that that like, are out there, and and like if, if you, know, you, you don't could pivot, sell, you're just Salvin Ahmed, Latavius Murray after uh, Harris going down, uh, Roshan Johnson's coming back. You know, Keontae Ingram was was the leading rusher for the Arizona Cardinals after uh, we had no idea that was coming. You know, Royce Freeman is potentially an option for the Rams as well. So just so many guys. Yeah. And, and there's just not enough roster spots, quite, quite quite frankly. Yep. So back to the original question. Who are you, who are you, who are you going after? I mean, you're okay. I'm assuming Roshan's coming back, at least in, in the spot that you're in. But there, there's a lot, of, a lot of dudes. So if you had to rank them, I, I think Chuba's number one, right? Chuba, yeah. You know, Chuba's Chuba's number one. Um, Probably, I, I think I think he has to be. He's like the undisputed number one guy there. Especially Miles Sanders is is not going to play. Yeah, I mean, he had 20 touches and 16 fantasy points. So starting in place of Hubbard on Sunday. So I think he's he's probably one of, if not the top waiver wire ads. 
Um, Devin Singletary, I don't dislike a ton either. Um, Pierce has struggled. Oh, can, we, can, can we go back to the one podcast where I had concerns uh, about players this year? And uh, one of the reasons was because I said Devin Singletary's not going to be a nothing for the Texans. I mean, it took you, half the season for him remember? to not. They, they wanted Damian Pierce to be the guy. Before September. Yeah, they, well, here we are. Here we are. Da- Damian Pierce has, has not done as much as I think really anybody thought he would this year. Right. Except maybe me. Right. Nailed it. Uh, but Monty left – David Montgomery left the game against the Buccaneers with a rib injury. Uh, Jameer Gibbs has missed the last couple games with a hamstring injury. Yep. And so you have Craig Reynolds finishing with 12 touches and nine fantasy points. Um, that's my top five, top ten offense in the league. Like you want the starting yeah. running back. You top five add, team in the NFL currently. Yeah, like you got to add Craig Reynolds – if if nobody plays, he's the guy. You got to add him. Yeah, at Baltimore, home against the Raiders, and then a bye week. It's possible that they try to, you know, I don't think Monty will be back before the bye. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be out for a while, quote unquote. I believe was was what was said about him. And if gives his hamstring is, yeah, they, I think they said it's a while. So. Um, if they're not going to get Gibbs going before the bye either, then it's Craig Reynolds. And even if Gibbs does play, it's possible that Reynolds is the goal line back because basically that system is two running back system. Uh, you saw it last year with Swift and, and Jamal Williams. So, yeah, I, I think Craig Reynolds is, is more than, than rosterable. So, like, I, I think you go 5%. I think if you really need somebody, it's it's up to 10% especially with the unknown of, of Gibbs coming back and Monty for that reason or for, for that uh, fact. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I don't really disagree. If you want to talk fab, I mean, sorry to anybody that's actually like listening to this. We are so all over the damn place. How much fab are you spending on Chuba Hubbard? Um, I don't know. 15, 15% probably. Probably. Right? 20%. Just because, like, I mean, stay tuned, right? I, I'd definitely be searching, like, how long is Sanders going to be out, right? Like, is that has that been determined? Let me, uh, well, Sanders' shoulder has been ruled out. He's also had groin, pectoral, and shoulder injuries this season. So he's literally falling apart uh, and being held together by duct tape. So, um yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, get a feel. If Sanders looks like he's coming back, I would downgrade that a little bit. But, I mean, at this point, Miles Sanders hasn't done all that much, and Hubbard's looked like the better back of the two. There you go. Um, Kareem Hunt only played 37% of offensive snaps, still finished with 15 touches and 16 fantasy points. Um do you think him and Jerome Ford are startable? They go up against I mean, if the Colts if, without Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to do that to the 49ers, what are they going to do to a to a bad defense? Right. Right. And no Watson, even though PJ Walker was trying to give the the game away multiple times, especially yeah. in the fourth. 
Uh, it should be noted that uh, the Bears cut P.J. Walker, and then P.J. Walker goes on to beat the 49ers uh, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. Bears. But, uh, yeah, I think, like, it, it's not at all surprising that it took, you know, him a couple weeks to get going, right? I mean, he wasn't really doing anything, so him starting off a little bit slow at Indy, at Seattle, home against Arizona – it's, you know, Chubb isn't coming back. So, yeah, it, it's not at all surprising. Even, even when Chubb was playing, Hunt carved out a role. So, I mean, Jerome Ford is not Nick Chubb. So it, it's not at all surprising that Hunt has a role in this offense. So, go. yeah, I mean, on a go-forward basis, I think if Kareem Hunt is not rostered, he's also probably a 10% guy to just go out and get. Man. Like yeah, you, you got to spend your fab on somebody here. There's tons of guys available. I mean, maybe maybe that means you can discount it a little bit just because there are so many people available. Mm-hmm. What about the Cardinals? They have six million guys trying to all get involved right now <laughs> with Kante Random. Ingram, Damian Williams, and Amari Demercado. Um, but Williams and Ingram handled the early downs. Demercado played passing downs. Like they're surprisingly, they're more competitive than I thought that they were going to be this year. Full disclosure, like Josh Dobbs can actually play. Um, all three but all these guys are probably ass running backs. <laughs> well, all three are probably involved moving forward. Like I don't, I don't think I want any of them. And if I do, it's zero dollar bids, and it's going way after all the rest of these dudes. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. All right, then what about? Kyron Williams, ESPN, Adam Schefter reported today that Kyron Williams is expected to miss Sunday's game against the Steelers. Uh, He rushed for almost 160 yards against the Cardinals on Sunday. Um, Sounds like it's probably a one-week injury, maybe two. Yeah. So you have Zach Adams and Royce Freeman. And Ronnie Rivers got hurt. So yeah, he's out. he has a PCL sprain, so he's gone. Yeah. So, next next three games home against Pittsburgh at Dallas at Green Bay. Those like those I mean, two I, matchups aren't aren't the great. next two are gross. Right, and that's like, when he's start, going to be playing. Even if you have Kyron, you don't want to start him necessarily against Dallas. And people got Kyron off a of waiver wire, so like he's usually a little yeah. bit of a luxury on teams. So. I, I think I would just stay away from the Rams running back position just because A, it's short term, B, those matchups aren't good. Yeah, it honestly it might just mean more work for Puka and Cooper Cup. It might mean Well, especially against the Pittsburgh passing defense where you can you can make a, a little bit of hay. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what it I don't know. I'm not gonna overreact, but Puka obviously had a very down week. Cooper Cup, double digit targets um come on say double digits no that's such a lame thing nobody's gonna like no that's not a thing we're not gonna make it a thing um but puka let let everyone down he had four and a half fantasy points in our league seven targets which is like it's respectable but it's not cooper cup targets and it was against arizona who i thought was a crappy like not crappy but Hey, con- congrats. Keenan Allen just caught another pass, so uh, you will go to 5-1 and one in our league. Did I? Did so, I? Did I? I just I, – I need to know. Break, 
breaking news. No, I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm oh, letting 18, you know why. 107. That must have been a couple passes. Yeah. All so, right. there, like, I would stay away from the Rams running back. Like, I'm not all that worried about Puka. Like, they're going to have enough targets for both of them. So, I, I he's been a godsend for you anyway. But, you know, yeah, with, with you surviving the week with CMC getting hurt, Kyron, I mean, coming back in, but hurt. Uh, yeah. Nakua, who's struggling a little bit. All of a sudden, uh, you're, you're in some trouble. Royce, Royce Freeman, I, I would avoid two for the Rams. Um, let somebody else spend spend money uh, on that. What Zeke Elliott the- looked look, looked okay for the Patriots. No! I, he did have a touchdown, bro. That is the worst team in the league potentially. They might be worse than the Bears. Okay, it should also be noted that Zeke, I believe, also had a seventy-five yard run that got called back who, due who? to penalty. Oh my god, he can run. He can outrun people for seventy-five yards. I mean that that is that is factual. That, that did happen. Um, it, it's possible that Zeke is the best offensive player on that offense right now. <laughs> That's unreal. Like that that offense is trash. That's unreal. Man. All right. Um, uh, what about the greatest show they, on turf, part two with Savin Ahmed? Uh he's the number two running back behind Raheem Mostert in the Dolphins offense, which is leading the league in total yards and points scored. Are you adding Ahmed? Uh, no, I don't think so. Is that just because you have a Chan? No, I, I think Jeff Wilson Jr. is coming back next week. Uh, he almost played this week, supposedly. Um, so I don't see the upside for Ahmed if Jeff Wilson Jr. comes back just because of like he didn't play in front of most or, or Jeff Wilson Jr. anyway last week. So, or sorry, last year. So yeah, that's that's the reason why I'm not I'm not going out and getting him. Um, I, I did see a, a crazy stat on uh, Raheem Mostert, where I think I, he has 11 touchdowns this year. Does yeah. that sound right? Yep. That's more than like 10 teams have, and, and we're through like fucking seven weeks. Yeah, he, and, he, and that's he might with have 20 eight, that's touchdowns. With, that's with Achan having, yes. you know, sniping him a bunch of times, right? So Mostert has 11 touchdowns. That's more than the Falcons, the Raiders, the Saints, the Bengals, the Bucks, the Titans, the Browns, the Patriots, the Jets, the Steelers, and the Giants. That's a third of the league. So is Achan the number one overall pick next year when Mostert retires? <laughs> no, he's he's not, but he's he could very well could be top five. Um, also. Another another stat that I saw this is from at Clutch Fantasy on Twitter. So usually you like going like younger players, right? Yeah. You know the the old the old players don't really, you know, they get old and yeah, don't with really the old do and much. With the new. Yeah, Raheem Mostert, thirty one RB two. Adam Thielen, thirty three wide receiver three. Uh, Devonte Adams is thirty wide receiver nine. Keenan Allen, thirty one wide receiver twelve coming Dude, into the I was, week. But yeah, I was so wrong like, on Adam Thielen. Yeah, uh, Mike Evans is is wide receiver fourteen in points per game. Travis Kelsey's thirty four, still tight end one. Like thirty is the new twenty. 
I can tell you that's not the case because the hangovers are, are way worse. That's just not that's just not accurate at all. Oh man! Well, you know, uh, other uh, other running backs potentially sack, uh, stash Zach Charbonnet if he's available. He's he's getting more and more run every week. Rico Dowd, Dowd, Dowd. Uh, for the for the Cowboys, he's still around. Keandre Miller, Tajay Spears is he did not have as big of a week this week, but we talk about him every all the time. Jamal Williams, if something were to happen to uh, Kamara, who's been uh, very good uh, in his return for the Saints, especially in PPR. We've talked about all those running backs, and I still have two more that we not, have not even mentioned. Good God! Okay, Latavius Murray. Rostered in six percent of leagues, got the start at running back over James Cook Sunday night last night. Yeah, but I mean James Cook took way better than him. Um, the Bills' backfield is going to be without Damian Harris, uh, who was carted off the field with a neck sprain. Um, but the Bills' uh, breaking news are bringing in Lenny Fournette. Oh God! My guy for a workout. Um, is he playing tight end? Are you adding Lenny Fournette or Lat Murray? No. If Lenny Fournette signs, you're not going to add him. (laughs) You know he's the goal line guy. Just like playoff Lenny. Come on. Come on, we, we both know I'm adding him. Come on, you know I love some Lenny Fournette. All right, so my next question is, <laughs> I have Najee Harris on my bench who had a you bye week. Him, so you hate him, so you're trying to trade him. Had a bye oh, week. Which, which I tried I to tra- I've proposed a trade for Najee Harris to get him off my team with every team in our league, and nobody <laughs> wants, absolutely nobody wants Najee Harris. I, I proposed him for like, like a wide receiver three, just like young dudes, with like nobody, nobody's. Uh, and I still have freaking Najee Harris just sitting on my bench doing nothing. But Please, somebody take him. Najee is droppable because the Steelers were on a buy. Well, Should, no, they're not anymore. I'm just saying, I can make the roster move right now for playoff Lenny. Do I drop Najee? <laughs> Do I drop Najee for Lenny in real time? No. No, you don't. I know, but I'm, I'm this fucking close to doing it. I'm, I'm, so I'm so close. Najee Harris. God damn it, Matt Canada. Oh, it's so bad. Blame Canada. I'm so frustrated. I'm more excited about having Rasheed Rice on my roster. <laughs> and, I, and now I have Deontay Johnson, who, thank God, has been on IR for the last month and a half. I'm so pissed that I have to find a roster spot for him now, too. Just to sit <laughs> on my bench and put up three points for the next two months. Well, he'll get at least 10 targets a week. He just won't score any touchdowns. Yeah, so, zero uh, touchdowns. Have fun yeah, with that. Put up six points. Uh, Switching over to wide receivers, I think Rasheed Rice, uh, he did look very good uh, last Thursday for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, are you running out to add him? Obviously. Already ran out and added him in our league. I am really bullish on him. He uh, basically is has a, 
a target per run rate of like 35, 40%. So he's not getting the run uh, quite yet in terms of total snaps. He is seeing his snap share increase kind of steadily. Um, but I uh, had an injury in front of him. I think it was, I don't want to guess at the player's name, um, that gave him a little bit more opportunity this past week. Um and I mean, he put up nine fantasy points in half PPR scoring. Uh, he's just exceptionally efficient. He only gets, you know, yeah. four to seven targets a game, but he catches damn near all of them. Uh, caught all four targets for 72 yards uh, against Denver and is, I think, uh, becoming a, a favorite of Pat Mahomes on the, when he's on the field. He just needs to be on the field. So I'm hoping for a second half breakout after the like after the bye week, week ten for them. Yeah. I'm hoping coming. Yeah, it's like out of Philly. are they getting sick of sick of Sky Moore? Are they getting sick of Kadarius Tony? Uh, well, I mean, I am. Look at uh, Kadarius Tony is a gadget guy at best. Um, I think he had a touchdown this week, but. Just but he's got, I thought he had the best footwork in the NFL, Jason. He's exceptionally elusive, <laughs> but he's just like I don't know. He's scared to be a receiver almost. Um, Sky Moore did not make any sort of leap forward. He made a baby step forward and just say I it's mean, not a, it. He's a short guy, so that's really not all that surprising. All uh, right. Other. Other wide receivers you're looking to target Josh Downs, I'm assuming. We've talked about him last week. Uh, it looks like Richardson's going to be out for the season for the Colts. I mean, Ursay said it today. Ursay said yeah. today that Richardson's done. So if Richardson's done, then you got to add Josh Downs because he is a favorite of Minshew. Um, how much fab are you putting down on Josh Downs? Uh, I don't think you need to do more than a couple dollars. Really? Yeah, I mean, if he's still available in your league, I just don't think people are looking for him. He, okay. Like, he had an okay week this week. Um, I mean, he did only have 20 receiving yards. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the touchdown helps, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, f- five catches, 21 yards. Yet another league where I have two wide receivers for the same team as I have Pittman Jr. and Downs in our league. Uh, just kind of ends up working that way, just because I think somebody should be rostered. So, hey, I, I think I think you could do worse, and and Downs has looked uh, more than serviceable uh, through, you know, target weeks seven, five, twelve, three, six, eight. Um, Cleveland up next is is not uh, not a good matchup though. No. How do you feel about Curtis Samuel kind of being the surprise breakout receiver for the Commanders? Uh, touchdowns in three sta- three straight games, um, eight targets, seven targets, four targets, those last three. Um, just seems like maybe when it comes to crunch, you know, crunch time that he's uh, he's he's the guy there. Yeah, ru- one yard rushing touchdown week four against Philly is kind of. Uh, buoyed those those numbers, um, but I mean six for sixty five and a touchdown, four for forty two and a touchdown the last two weeks. Um, those are, are pretty good uh, at the Giants this week, which doesn't really intimidate you all that much. Um, it, it's kind of a kind of roulette as to who Howell's going to throw to on a weekly basis, right? Like, yeah, I. Are you really going out and, and wanting to start 
potential wide receiver three on the commanders? Yeah, probably not. Probably, yeah, I, I mean, probably it, not. It, it looks good. His numbers look fine, but I mean, he's truly the, the three there. Man, you just missed one hell of a play behind your head by uh, Tony Pollard, who just ripped off a 60-yard run on like a four-yard catch. Oh, that's not good. So, <laughs> Tony Pollard. I'm only up by 17, and he's got Pollard with one quarter left, so I'm nervous. Well, he just got six points out of that. So, well, great. Sorry about it. Uh, maybe, you know, if he stays out of the end zone, you're fine. Um, that is accurate. If the one person, the one receiver that I do want is Jamison Williams, who's only rostered in about a third of leagues. After what yeah, he's done. They're, they're going to throw more, especially if, if Montgomery's hurt and we don't know what's going on with Gibbs. Him and we, Rasheed Rice. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a wild card. I mean, he only ran nine routes, but he got three targets on those nine routes. It's the first game back. Yeah. Um, are there any other receivers like that you're looking at, like Michael Wilson, Rashid Shahid, Wandale Robinson? Probably not. Uh, Jaden Reed, maybe for the Packers, who's who's the rookie. Marvin Mims, I'm not really interested in. The last of the Broncos trade Judy, which is possible. Okay. Uh, yeah, not not really. What about quarterback streamers? We had some dudes go down with injury. Um, I think some people might be looking for looking for an escape this week. Um, Derek Carr against Jacksonville, which I, I don't love, but uh, Sam Howell at the have, Giants. Yeah, I was going to say they have the Giants. Uh, uh, Baker Mayfield home against Atlanta. Josh Dobbs at Seattle. Tyrod yeah. Taylor against Washington. Who was named the starter going forward. Yeah, it kind of seems like Daniel Jones has some serious next stuff that I was reading about where like, he might get like a season-ending surgery. It's the same surgery that, uh, that Chris Carson had. Like, that's not good. They're fusing it together? That's what I read. I read something that uh, the the old Twitter doctors um, that they they said it would be similar to to that. So that's not that's not good. That's not good at all. I don't like that one bit. Sorry. So yeah, those those are some couple guys um, that I guess you could go uh, go pick up. Should, should be plenty of of, of quarterbacks out there, but uh, I think there is there six teams on a bye this week. So um, could, could be, could be tricky trying to set your roster this week. Yeah. It could be some trickeration. Um, so anybody else that we haven't talked about that you want to chat about Alex? Um, <laughs> Brett Maher uh, from a kicking. St- I know. But like so, like I had Brandon McManus uh, in in every league. Um, where if you got the sack of sheet, first of all, thank you for supporting us. But I, I did have him ranked as like the fourth kicker. Uh, complete side note: Jason refuses to rank kickers, so those are all my rankings. And so McManus was struggling, um, and so I was like, "Hey, let's go look at the 
let's see what kickers are doing. Uh, Brett Maher, um, in every game except for one, has made three field goals. Um, and so, like, the Rams move the ball. They get they get down the field. They have Puka. They have Cup. They had Kyron. As long as Stafford stays healthy, they're going to move the ball. If they don't score touchdowns, then they have no problem letting Maher hit a 50-yarder. So um, he's only rostered in 49% of leagues. I can't believe I talked about a kicker that long, but um, he should be rostered in more leagues than that. He's kicker two this year. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Jason has literally <laughs> left. <laughs> oh, there he is. Uh, I don't have any. If I mean, come on, man. What are we were talking about? Kickers for 10 minutes at the end of this thing? I mean, it was a one-minute diatribe on why you should pick him up. He's got three field goals in every game except for one against the Eagles. Stop like, talking. It's true. Go get Brett Maher. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Um, You're speechless. I am. I am. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm trying to keep up with, uh, with the Cowboys here in the red zone. This game should, is actually. should be noted after a slow start, uh, McManus uh, drops 17. Uh, if this you week. say McManus again, I swear to God. What? What are you gonna do? <clears throat> do it. You'll see. Brandon McManus. Hey, how's the Golden Bachelor going? I was just gonna say that I'm gonna torture knew, you with the Golden I knew, Bachelor. I knew that's what you were gonna do, so I was you gonna be son of a <laughs> God, am I that predictable? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh man. Uh well it was wonderful. Um, they, they did a talent show. And so there were a bunch of 60 to 80 year old women doing various talents. You had, uh, you know, little miss Muffet up there doing, uh, a poem read. You had, you know, Tammy that, uh, was a dancer. She did a dance. She actually grinded on kind of, she has some move to her. She had a little wiggle to her. Um, how old is she, Jason? She was like 65, probably. <laughs> anyways, think about what you just think about what you just said. Anyways, uh, it's nice because well, it's it's there's there's no drama in it at all. Like there there's there's no like petty cattiness. There's no craziness. Nobody's out there. You don't just think doing that's it. coming. Nobody's doing it for the social media likes. The way that like nobody's talking Brandon like Cooks touchdown, not a Pollard touchdown. So four uh, no this week. Sorry, go ahead. Well, there's still 15 minutes left. Pollard could still get in. Um, everybody's just respectful. Everybody gets along. You know, he he talks about the women being delightful. Um, he also, much like Grandfather Sue drove on the 405 without his headlights on in the right lane going like 60 miles an hour getting just passed by semi truck after semi so the shit was hilarious man like so there was some funny stuff that happened on the golden bachelor i i i laughed um they basically did everything except for get a flat tire they did uh they went to a little diner 
They shared like a, a milkshake and then it turned into a flash mob and they they danced to Don't Stop Believing because they were just talking to each other about how even though where they're at in their lives and they've both experienced such tragic loss of losing the person that they love and thought that they'd be with forever, that they are never going to stop believing in their ability to find new love again. It was, oh, it was endearing. My wife cried, literally, like tears. So, Golden Bachelor, man. It's where it's at. No? Brett Maher, Brett Maher, Brett Maher. Oh, hey. He's back. Just That's all it took. All it My took. Guy. Week seven. Week seven. Made it this far. Week seven. It's a time to be alive. It's true. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thank you for uh, giving us a a chance at this. Hopefully, uh, your your teams are doing okay. I think me and Jason both have have good teams. So if you did get the sack of sheet, hopefully, uh, hopefully that's paying off for you. We'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to maybe start doing like a recap show on Sunday nights or something like that. We're thinking about it at least. Uh, and then and then doing waivers. Um, I'd like to go over and watch a, a day's worth of games with Jason and record afterwards, that maybe after a pop or two, um, which, which could be fun. Yeah, just just one. Um, so, yeah, more, more to come. We're, we're going to kind of have some fun down the stretch here as, as the, the listeners drop off um, as, as some teams suck or, um, you know, there's just less to do because you're past your bye weeks or whatever. So uh, good, good luck dealing with the, with the buys this week. And uh, bye, bye, bye. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.